يُصِبْكُمْ بَعْضَ الَّذِي يَعِدُكُمْ And if he was indeed true in what he says and you disbelieve in him, then what will happen to you? When the, prophet, when the prophets used to come, they used to give Bashir and Nadir. They used to give good news and they used to give warnings. That if you do not believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this punishment will be waiting for you. If he is true and you are not believing in what he says, then you will be afflicted by some of the punishments that he has warned you against. That he has warned you against. فَمَا لَهُمْ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ وَإِذَا قُرِئَ عَلَيْهِمُ الْقُرْآنُ لَا يَسْجُدُونَ Alright, وَإِذَا قُرِئَ عَلَيْهِمُ الْقُرْآنُ لَا يَسْجُدُونَ فَمَا لَهُمْ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ وَإِذَا قُرِئَ And when the Qur'an recited over them, yes? So are they doing this reciting themselves? No. وَإِذَا قُرِئَ عَلَيْهِمْ Themselves When it's read to them Personally, it's not like they heard it in the background. They are being targeted with the Quran. And we gave إِذَا تُتْلَى عَلَيْهِ آيَاتٌ in Surah الْمُطَفِّفِينَ إِذَا تُتْلَى عَلَيْهِ آيَاتٌ When our verses are recited to them قَالَ أَسَاطِيرُ الْأَوَّلِينَ Yes, the same thing. وَإِذَا قُرِئَ Someone is doing the Qur'an upon them. قُرِئَ عَلَيْهِمُ الْقُرْآنِ لَا يَسْجُدُونَ When the Qur'an is read to them, they do not do sajda. Does this mean that every time we read the Qur'an we have to do sajda? Does this mean that if we don't do sajda, that means we are from al-kafirun? So what does sajda mean here? Submit. Ahsan. So sajda means the linguistic meaning of sajda. Not the actual physical sajda, although it may necessitate. But izhar uh, al-sajda, izhar, the physical sajda is a reflection of what's in the heart. So when you submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you submit to the awamir of the Qur'an, what Allah has ordered you to do, and you stay away from the prohibitions of the Qur'an, then you have submitted to Allah. This is what a Muslim is. Despite what some people may tell you, and that Islam is what? Peace, yes? Anyone tells you Islam is peace, tell him, Taqillah. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Islam is Islam, is to submit to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِذَا قُرِئَ عَلَيْهِمُ الْقُرْآنُ لَا يَسْجُدُ They do not submit in their heart. They did not submit in their heart. And this is not as we, as we keep saying about al-irja. Everyone knows what al-irja is. It's ta'khir al-amal an al-iman. Ta'khir al-amal an al-iman. So I just believe in my heart and I don't need to do anything. I don't need to pray, I don't need to fast. As long as I believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you can't judge me as I say. But this is not al-irja that we just have iman in our hearts and then that's enough. Because this is a mas'ala what? Fiqhiyya. Whether to make sujood on sajjat al-tilawa or not is a mas'ala fiqhiyya, not a mas'ala aqadiyya. And we have evidence to show that we don't have to make sujood when there is a sajjat al-tilawa. And that if we don't make a sujood when it comes to a sajjat al-tilawa, that does not make us from this group of people who have disbelieved. But some of the ulama, they said that this ayah proves definitely that when you come to a sajjat al-tilawa like this one, then you need to make sujood. It's wajib. The Hanafis, they believe that sajdat al-tilawa is wajib. That means if you don't do it, what happens? You're sinning. If you don't do it, you're sinning. And some of these people, one of these, yani one of the great ulama that also saw this was Shaykh al-Islam bin Taymiyyah. For Ibn Taymiyyah saw that this was the correct opinion. This ayah proves that this is the case. And this goes to show that the ulama, sometimes they get things right, and sometimes they get things wrong. And if they get things right, they have one ajr.
because they are mujtahidun. And if they get it right, they have two ajr. So we need an evidence to show us that when we come to the sajjah al-tilawah, we have the option of making sujood or not making sujood. He was when he went, in what stage when he was Amir al-Mu'minin, sah? He went up to give a khutbah and he read from Surah al-Nahal. Surah al-Nahal has a sajjah in it, yes? And in the first week he made sujood. In his salah he made sujood, sajjah al-tilawah. In the second week, he done the same thing. He read exactly from the same place. And in the second time, he didn't make sajjah tilawa. And then he, he radiallahu anhu, he said, this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah, yani essentially the words meaning, that Allah did not obligate this upon you. So whoever wishes to make sajjah tilawa, they should make sajjah tilawa. If they don't want to, they don't have to. But this is Umar radiallahu anhu saying this. Is this hujjah? Is Umar radiallahu anhu saying something hujjah? Who is Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu? Al-Khalifa, sahih? What did the Prophet say? Alaykum bi sunnati wa sunnati al-Khulafa al-Rashidin min ba'di. Al-Khulafa al-Rashidin are the four Khulafa al-Rashidin. So what they legislate is essentially from the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the Khulafa al-Rashidin are not to go outside the scope of the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So they're not going to introduce something new in the deen. So مثلا, an example of tarawih. When they say, say 20 rak'at, they always say, Umar radiallahu anhu, he prayed 20 rak'at. This is a hujjah. We go back to this qawl and this athar and we look at the authenticity of this. And this is a weak hadith. There's no evidence, there's no strong evidence to support 20 rak'at. Even if Umar radiallahu anhu, but it was not from the sunnah of Umar radiallahu anhu to say the Prophet sallallahu pray 11 rak'at and then he would legislate 20 rak'at. So he would stick with the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. kul hal. But this is a hadith proves that it is not obligatory to make Sajjat al when you come to Sajjat al And as well, when Umar anhu was there, he was giving khutbah in the presence of who? Of the Sahaba. So if, if he did something wrong, they would have called him out, anhu. They would have called him out, anhu. Alright, Sajjat al quickly we'll go over the hukum of it. Yani if you're in your, if you're in Salat, it has the same ruling as the Salat. It has a takbirah before and a takbirah after. And you need to have wudu. And you have to be facing the qibla. Yes? Because it all follows the ruling of salah. Whereas if you are reading Quran and you are not in salah, then you only need to, as the fuqah said, you just need to make takbirah in the first one. When you go down, and you don't need to be facing the qibla, and you don't need to be on wudu either. For example, if you're reading Quran from your memory, this is one of the advantages of reading Quran from your memory. You don't need to be touching the Musaf, you don't need to be worried about if you're on wudu or not wudu. Yes? For in this case, then, it follows the ruling of salah. If you're in salah, it follows the same ruling of salah. And if you're outside of salah, then there is no takbirah after. And you don't need to be facing the qibla and you don't need to be upon wudu. Allah Ta'ala. بَلِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا يُكَذِّبُونَ بَلِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا يُكَذِّبُونَ Alright, we said this بَل is the meaning of rather, yes? فَمَا لَهُمْ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ وَإِذَا قُرِعَ عَلَيْهُمُ الْقُرْآنَ لَا يَسْجُدُونَ Rather, what did the kuffar do? بَلِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا يُكَذِّبُونَ And this goes to show you the reason كَذَّبُوا that they denied is what? Right here in the ayah. بَلِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا 
the reason why they denied was because of their kufr. So if you had iman in your heart, would you deny? You would not deny. But the reason why they are denying is because there is kufr and disbelief in their hearts, which caused them to reject the haqq. To reject the haqq. And this is from Ahwal al-Qulub. That we say that the iman in the heart, haqidat ahl al-sunnah wal-jama'ah, is that iman emanates from the heart. Iman emanates from the heart. And then the limbs and the tongue do what necessitates from this iman. <coughs> so if you have iman in your heart, then a'mal are very easy for you. A'mal are very easy for you. And the higher and the greater your iman, the easier the a'mal are. And the lower your iman, then the harder the a'mal are. The harder the a'mal are. This is why if you see someone they are in sin and they're sinning and they don't care about their sins and in front of everyone and then know that inside their heart there is a weakness in in Iman if it has not already departed altogether Wallahu a'lamu, Allah knows bima yu'oon. They gather, yes? So what the Professor said, everything that they gather. Allah knows about it. Wallahu a'lamu bima yu'oon. Starting off from what's in their heart. Starting from what's in their heart, from dis- disbelief and kufr. Allah knows what's inside their hearts. And this is why I read on the munafiqoon, the hypocrites. But the, the hypocrites they come with, Amal, they come with salat and siyam and, and, and. But inside their heart is what? Kufr and disbelief. And this is why Allahu a'lamu bima yu'un. Because we are not responsible for looking inside people's hearts. And we judge by what we see. So if someone, mathalan, comes and prays as in the saf al-awwal, we say he's a Muslim. Allahu a'lam was in his heart. But we say, mathalan, the alamat of iman. We see the alamad, la bud. When you have iman in your heart, la bud that it comes out and becomes apparent in your deeds. Wallahu a'lamu bima yu'oon. And they said yu'oon, what they gather from wealth in the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what they gather of gatherings to, to go against the messengers and against the truth of haqq. And everything that they gather against the haqq, this is Allah knows all about it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows all about it. فَبَشِّرُهُمْ بِعَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ Whoever knows al-Bushra to be something of good news, yes? Al-Bushra can be used for good news and for bad news as well. Someone's giving you a bushra of عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٍ Is this good news or bad news? Of a painful torment. And this is evidence that the person who dies upon kufr and has kufr in their heart, then their masir, their ma'al is what? Is the hellfire, eternal hellfire. And, and this is the bushra that they get. So I give them tidings of a painful punishment. This is, first of all, addressing the Prophet. First of all, addressing the telling the Prophet. That means give them tidings. The person who disbelieves is upon, upon kufr, then this is their ending. This is how they will end up. 
But it goes for anyone in the path of da'wah. When you're giving da'wah, you can't just always tell the people about Jannah and Allah is most forgiving. And Allah, yes, Allah is forgiving. And yes, Jannah is sweet. And yes, everyone yargab ila jannah But you must also tell them about Jahannam, the other side. You have to tell them about the other side, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lahu azabun alim, that he has a painful torment for anyone who disobeys him. For this is the balance that you find in your da'wah. For this is also to anyone who is giving da'wah. فَبَشِّرُهُمْ بِعَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ لَهُمْ أَجْرٌ غَيْرُ مَمْنُونَ Alright, this illa is what? Exception. In Arabic, I think we've mentioned this before, yes? There's two types of ex- exceptions. There's there's استثناء منقطع متصل فمثلا if I say all the men entered into the masjid except one man is this متصل or منفصل متصل yes because the two the one the general and the exception are of the same category we're talking about the same category we're talking about men and then we get an example all the men entered the masjid Except the ladies. Is this muttasil or munfasil? Munfasil. So this exception here is muttasil or munfasil? Munfasil, yes? Why is it munfasil? What are the categories here? If it's munfasil, we need two categories. Kafir and mu'min, yes? Illa alladhina amanu. Except the ones who believe. For the ones who believe are not like the ones who disbelieve. Illa alladhina amanu. Wa amilu salihati lahum ajrun ghayru mamnu. From this ayah, who can give me a refutation for the murja that we were just talking about? Amanu wa amilu salihat, yes? So it's not enough just for you to have iman in your heart. You must also follow it up with a'malu salihat. Illa alladhina amanu wa amilu salihat. What is al-a'malu salih? Good days, yes? If Allah wants to accept your good days, what do you need to come with? Ya'ni ikhlas lillah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You do not seek with this action of yours anything except the face of Allah and the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And al-conformity, conformity to the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu If the Prophet sallallahu did it in this time, you do it in this time. If he didn't do it in this time, you don't do it in this time. Yana, you follow the sunnah to a T as they say. But in order for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to consider, even consider your action, it must come with these two very strict conditions. So, مثلاً, you might see two people, مثلاً, in the Safiya. Both of them, mashallah, praying according to the Sunnah. Mashallah, they put the Qabr here on their chest and they raise their hands after the, you know, salam, the all seven of their limbs on the, when they're making sujood. But one of them is praying because he's looking at other people, other, he sees other people looking at him. salatahu. And the other one is praying for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Can you tell just by looking at them? You can't tell. But it must come with both of these conditions. It must come with both of these conditions. Alright, ajr ghayr mamnoon. Reward which is ghayr mamnoon. What does it say mamnoon means here? Ghayr mamnoon means uninterrupted. Yana is not like mathalan one day there's ajr. And then the khayrat of Jannah run out, and then the next day there's no ajr. Ghayru mamnoon. Never ending. Ila al-abad. Abad al-abad. Forever. Yana, the concept of infinity does not exist in the human mind. 
there always is something, an end. In the human mind, there's always something which comes to an end. فَغَيْرُ مَمْنُونَ means forever. وَخَيْرَاتُ فِي الدُّنْيَا يَنْقَطِعُونَ As the Mufassirun said. فَمَثَلًا one year, the earth is, mashallah, very rich and very fertile, and it gives you a lot of things, a lot of khayrat and a lot of ajr and a lot of things. And another year, the soil is, nothing comes out of the soil. فَمُنْقَطِعُ مَمْنُونَ Yes, it comes and it goes, it's interrupted. Similarly, مَثَلًا the yields of the trees, they grow and sometimes they don't grow. But this is in the dunya, whereas in the akhirah, غَيْرُ مَمْنُونَ Uninterrupted, continuous, forever. And the evidences that Jannah is, is, is forever and that Nar is forever, يعني is متواتر in the Qur'an, it's all over the Qur'an. يعني there are too many to mention. فَبَشِّرْهُمْ بِعَذَابٍ عَلِيمٍ إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ لَهُمْ أَجْرٌ غَيْرُ مَمْنُونَ سُبْحَانَكَ اللَّهُمَ وَرَحَمْدِكَ شَدُوَ اللَّهِ إِلَّا أَنْتَ أَسْتَغْفِرُكَ وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْكَ وَجَزَاكُمُ اللَّهُ